The value of a talent. Now, it's very difficult to translate the value of money from one era and society and culture into that of another era and society and culture. And in this case, it's especially difficult because we're dealing with a, a unit of weight, actually, not so much of money. A unit of weight of precious metals. The talent was the largest biblical measurement of weight. It's roughly equivalent to three thousand shekels of silver, and three thousand shekels of silver weigh seventy-five pounds. Seventy-five pounds, give or take a few here or there. Now, assuming that a talent in this parable is a silver talent, and it probably was, we could identify or calculate the value of that 75 pounds per talent. The current exchange rate, or the exchange rate on Friday for silver, was, uh, for 75 pounds of it, was $17,860.94. Wow! That's a lot of money. I could probably handle the 94 cents of it, but... Now, that means that the first servant, who was entrusted with five talents, was given $89,304.70 to invest. Wow. The second servant, given two talents, was given $35,721.88 to invest. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Even that first servant... The very the one who got only the, you know the one who got only one talent. He only got seventeen thousand eight hundred and sixty dollars and ninety-four cents, but that's seventeen thousand eight hundred and sixty dollars and ninety-four cents. Not a couple of dollars, not a couple of change, not twenty-five cents or a couple of dollars, or a couple of hundred dollars. It's seventeen thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. And it's even more than that. Because while that's the exchange rate for silver on the market today, the actual buying power of that much money, of 75 pounds of silver in Jesus' era in the eastern half of the Roman Empire, given the nature of the depression that they were suffering at the time under the occupation of the Roman forces, the buying power of that silver was far higher. Estimates range anywhere from an equivalent buying power of five to six hundred thousand dollars for that 75 pounds of silver. So it's far more than the exchange rate on the market today in value. So we're talking about an awful lot of money here. Not just a little bit. And that puts into perspective, just a little bit, that servant who only got one talent. I mean, we, we, you know, we think, oh, well, he should have had uh, greater faith. He most, most certainly should have. He could have put some of that at risk, right? But no. The first servant got five talents. He took them and invested them, and he doubled his master's money. He went from 89304 to 178608 I rounded it. The second servant, who got two talents, he doubled the money too. It went from 35721 to 71443 
that's a pretty good return rate on the market, don't you think? I wish my retirement fund would do that. <laughs> but that servant who only got one talent, his measly little old $17,860. Pity me, pity me, poor, poor. My master's mean. He's going to punish me if I don't return to him a great investment like these other two. I think I'm just going to dig a hole and bury it. Hmm. Tempting, but it's a mistake. The talent, the, the, the servant who got five talents, he brings all that money in and gives it to the master. And the master's impressed and he says, You have done a good job, good and faithful servant. Enter into your master's joy. You get to be a master too. Cool. Second uh, servant with the two talents, he, he brings the double the money. Good job, good and faithful servant. Enter into your master's joy. He gets to be a master too. Third servant comes in with his one talent. I was afraid. That's what he says. Verse 25. So I was afraid. And I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. No, you don't. For in the time that it was buried in the ground, it lost value. Inflation was real then as it is now. Lost value sitting in the ground. Not only is it dirty, it's worthless. Not worthless, but worthless. No wonder the master's angry. Here he had judged these three servants to have the ability to take this money and invest it wisely and make more. Much more than it could have gotten just sitting in a bank. So he gives one servant five talents knowing this guy is really good. And guess what? He makes double the money. He gives the second one, he knows he does a good job, gives him two talents. That's a lot of money he gives him. And he does really well and doubles the money again. He had judged them by their ability to do it. But he gave this one servant one talent, obviously thinking he could do something with it. But he did nothing with it. Because he was afraid. English gets the word talent from this very story. It gets the word talent from this very story and an understanding of its interpretation as indicating that this is not about money, friends. This is not Jesus teaching us that we need to go out and invest our money on the stock market or invest our money in real estate or invest our money in oil, well, maybe, or invest our money in stocks and bonds or gold and silver. No. This is Jesus teaching us something about what we have been given. You see, none of these servants earned this money. It wasn't their money. They hadn't earned it. The master had entrusted them with this money. Yes, each according to his ability, but it was an entrustment of that money. Five, two, and one. It wasn't theirs. It was a gift. Two of them improved upon it, grew it. One of them did not he buried it. And what Jesus is saying we, is that we do the same thing. 
when we look at the gifts and graces that we have received, the talents that we have received, and when we, out of fear, bury it, we're doing what the servant did who only got one talent. I was afraid. Verse 25, I was afraid. I was afraid. What talents are you burying? Out of fear. What talents, what gifts, what graces, what abilities are you burying out of fear? Fear of failure. Fear of yourself. What talents, what gifts, what graces are you burying out of fear? When you bury it, you're just like this servant who was given one talent. This talent was worth an awful lot of money. This talent was very, very precious. It wasn't a tiny little amount. It could have been spread wide. But it wasn't. Likewise, we are given talents, we are given gifts and graces, we are given abilities, and when we do nothing with them, they don't grow. In fact, they diminish in value. They get dirty and they diminish with value. But when we put them into action, when we employ them, when we invest them in our lives and in others' lives, when we take the talents we have received and use them, they grow, they multiply. The servant who got five, he invested it, it grew. The servant who got two, he invested it, it grew. The servant who got one, he did nothing with it. It didn't grow. And he got punished for it. Likewise, when we take the gifts that we have received and use them, they grow. When we don't use the gifts we have received, they diminish. And we are diminished too. The end of the story always bothers me. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I don't like that story. I don't like the end of that. Guess what? Neither does God. That's not the objective. We're called to be the servant who invests the talents, employs the talents, uses the talents. And you've all got them. Some of you got them in your voices. Wow, it's beautiful hearing them today. Some of you have them in your ability to serve, to reach out with food and water to the hungry and the thirsty, to teach those who are questioning, to help those in need. So many have so many talents, but so sadly, so many bury them deep. What talents have you buried today? What talents have you buried because you are afraid? What gifts have you received from the creator of this universe from the creator of this amazing universe, what gifts have you received that you're out of fear burying?
in the ground. It's never too late to dig it up and to put it to use. It's never too late because the master hasn't come back yet. It's never too late to take it and to put it to use, to employ it. You're never too old to start. Over in first service this morning, I turned to Mary Means and I said, God gave you a talent, and when you were eight years old, 82 years ago, you started to exercise that talent and practice and work hard and grow into a pianist. And 82 years later, at the age of 90, she is exercising that talent, gracing all of us with her love and with the gift that God gave her. She's like the servant having been given the five talents, investing it and growing it. Will we follow that kind of an example? Or will we take the gift we have received? And because we're afraid, will we bury it? My brothers and sisters, that's the question that God poses to us today. That's the question that Jesus has for us today in this parable. Will we take the talents and employ them, or will we bury them? My prayer for you is that you'll use them, employ them, and grow them to the glory of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In your presence, Lord, let me learn at your feet. I will taste the riches of been listening to a sermon by Dr. Gregory Neal, Senior Pastor of the First United Methodist Church in Commerce, Texas, and Rector of Grace Incarnate Ministries. Copyright 2014 by Dr. Gregory S. Neal. All rights reserved. For more information and for other sermons by Dr. Neal, visit us on the web at www.revneal.org. That's www.revneal.org. You are also invited to visit us in person at First United Methodist Church, 1709 Highway 24, Commerce, Texas, 75428. This program was produced by Dr. Greg Neal.